In this episode, we're going to be talking about how to find the motivation to go to the gym and actually stick to it. And also how to change your identity to someone who is very healthy and fit and you don't have all this resistance against having to go to the gym and I should be eating healthier and I should eat, eat less processed foods and feeling this sense of dread, feeling all this resistance to actually get yourself to do the things that are going to get you closer to the person you want to be. We're going to start to learn how to set really inspiring visions and goals for our lives to pull us forward and give us momentum. One of the common things that happens is that when people get on a call with me in order to see if I can help them in accomplishing their goals, when I ask them about their fitness goals, it's a lot of, I just want to find the motivation to go to the gym and maintain my results and be able to just be healthier, um, lose a little bit of fat, build a little bit of strength or muscle, and just uh, eat healthier, eat less sweets, less processed foods. And when I really take pay attention to the energy that they have as they're telling me this, it is a lot of just low energy. It's whether that's dread, whether that is just a lot of I should when I think about I should be doing this and I should be doing that, it does not give me any motivation or any inspiration. It doesn't give you excitement to take action towards those goals. And frankly, it just bores me if I was in their perspective just saying those things. But when I try to push them to set really inspiring goals for themselves, they have all this resistance that they don't want to do those things because they just want to maintain their results or they just want to be a little bit healthier. And they don't believe that they need inspiring goals to drive them forward. But what's really interesting is that the people coming to me for help with these things are the ones with the same answers around their fitness. It's the ones that do not have those inspiring goals around their fitness. And those are the people that are going to have a lot harder time leading a healthy lifestyle because I'm not going to sacrifice a lot of my time. I'm not going to sacrifice going out with friends all the time or going out to drink or going out to a lot of restaurants because I just want to be a little bit healthier so that I can be more comfortable and I can have a little bit more energy. But I will do those things if I have a really inspiring vision or goal that I'm working towards. Now, you might be thinking that I don't really need to have a um, very lean body or sculpted body. I don't really need to have abs or I don't really need to um, really reach for this level of strength or this level of building muscle or any big fitness goal that can inspire me because I just don't need to have that body or I just don't need to have that goal. And what I want to tell you is that nobody needs these things. It is about raising our standards in life and pushing ourselves and wanting to be exceptional at every area of our lives, not just our fitness and our health, but with our relationships, with our finances. If we want things to be 10 out of 10, we got to push ourselves and we got to set inspiring goals and we got to get ourselves to keep improving in every aspect. Nobody needs to accomplish these things. But when you raise your standards in life, these are the results that you can have and you will be a lot more fulfilled in life because you're going to keep making progress and keep moving in your life versus staying stagnant. Another feedback that I sometimes get is that, oh, I'm not really insecure about my body, so I don't really need to accomplish for any fitness goals. And also, I really want you to even question that because sometimes we say we're not insecure about our body, but we're uncomfortable being in a bathing suit or we're uncomfortable being naked. And even just for yourself, it is going to give you a lot of confidence being able to see your 
body change in a way in whatever way that you find beautiful i'm not saying that there needs to be a standard way of needing to be super skinny or you can just have like giant muscles and that's your way of feeling beautiful so whatever that is for you being able to change your body and grow your body into that it's going to give you confidence whether society likes it or not or whether it's acceptable for me to say it it's not these are just my opinions but what we also want to do with any goal is have gratitude and appreciation for where we are and accept our body the way it is and have gratitude for it and choose to progress towards keep making it better and keep improving whether that's your strength or whether that's the aesthetics of the body and based on the study that was conducted i will link down in the description some of the most common new year's resolutions were around physical health weight loss and eating healthier so a lot of people have these goals but also a lot of people don't know how to go about actually accomplishing it maintaining these results for long term so this is what i'm going to help you do within the next two videos it's going to be a two-part series so within this first part we are going to cover creating a vision that is going to drive you forward we're going to go over how to start setting goals that will help you in accomplishing that vision then we're going to go over why you must accomplish this goal it is do or die create conviction around this goal and then we're going to create a sustainable long-term plan to get there then we're going to go over adjusting your expectations. Then you're going to build up discipline and focus on gradual improvements. And lastly, you're going to focus on an identity change and creating this identity change. The first chapter is creating an inspiring vision to really drive you forward. So I really want you to focus on creating a vision. What does your happiest, most ideal life look like in your physical health, in your fitness, in your nutrition? How does that person look like? And really be able to dream and really be able to have high expectations of that. There are 80-year-olds that are extremely fit and they are very sculpted and lean because they have taken care of their bodies. We do not have to, as we're aging, become very sedentary or naturally just be very out of shape. Those are some of the expectations that we have because we do not really know what's possible for us sometimes. So you can even have your end goal of when you're 80 years old, you're like really like sculpted, lean, whatever vision you have or whatever vision you have five or 10 years down the line. So really thinking about what does 10 out of 10 look like for you in that area, not just being a little bit healthier, a little bit stronger, but just what is 10 out of 10. Again, nobody needs to have these bigger fitness goals. It's about just raising our standards and going after those things. That's what, that's what is going to inspire you. And that is what's going to help you maintain results. If you say you do not need to have this vision, then you're not going to have the results. You will have the same results as everybody else that says the same thing. And we really need to realize our mortality that we will die one day. And we want to really make sure that we live our life to our fullest. And to me personally, living my life to my fullest is continuous progress towards every area of my life, which includes health and fitness. So I really want you to move away from the how you're going to get there. Because when I ask people about their goals, about their fitness goals, they tell me the how, which is eat less processed food, go to the gym, eat healthier. And those are going to be the how, but the actual who you're going to be is this vision of who you're going to become. And I really want you to start studying the people that have the results that you want in life and see how their thinking works, how their brain works. I was also watching a documentary for Arnold Schwarzenegger and what really he was talking about is when he was younger, he had a 
picture of Reg Park, who was Mr. Universe, and that was his goal. That was his dream is becoming Mr. Universe. And he had pictures of all these bodybuilders on his wall and he would aspire to be like those people. So that's what would help him continuously work out for hours and hours on end and to be so strict with the nutrition part of it and be able to actually beat his idol that he had in a bodybuilding competition and win many Mr. Universes. So really coming from that, I started to draw on inspiration from that and be able to look at some of the women that have these bodybuilding physiques and be able to aspire to be like those women. Not because there needs to be anything wrong with my body right now in order to accomplish those things, but because it is a goal. It is a goal that inspires me. So whether that's an aesthetics goal or being able to get into like a special forces team where you need a lot of strength to be able to pass those trainings and being on that team shows how much hard work you put in it and the person you're going to become is going to be someone that is extremely fit and healthy or you have a specific sport that you want to master and in order to master that sport you need condition training and be able to strength train to do those things whatever that goal is for you have something that inspires you and you can also use incantations which are words that also drive in with emotion in order to help you as you're describing this vision for yourself so having a lean sculpted body being a vessel of health and strength those are the things that personally inspire me instead of being like oh i just want to maintain <laughs> i just want to feel better those aren't really going to help inspire you to drive you to take action and make sacrifices and move you forward chapter number two is your going to set goals to realize your vision those goals that are going to get you to take action and see results so you're going to use smart goals you need goals with a deadline in order to pressure yourself into taking action we as human beings love to procrastinate we love to think that we are we have unlimited amount of time to accomplish our goals we don't realize our mortality and that we can die a lot sooner than we think we can die and even if we make it all the way to 100 years old we want to get ourselves to realize our goals, our potential sooner than that. So if you were to even think that this is my last year alive, and if I were to really push myself to improve on every aspect of my life, how would that look like for you? Using those SMART goals, realizing that you do not have unlimited time and applying some form of pressure, not too much pressure that gets you anxious and you stop taking action, but not very little pressure, it's not going to get you to take action and see sustainable progress and growth. So for the smart goal setting, you need to be you need to be specific. What are you actually going to accomplish? And you want to figure out like how will I know when I get there? How will I know what like what measurements are going to help you in realizing that you are moving towards that goal, actually accomplishing it or that you need to make some adjustments. So just having the goals of being healthier or being having more energy or eating less processed foods, how will you know if you actually get there? Because and what you also realize is like, don't focus too much on the how you're focusing on the end results that you're going to get. So whether that is maybe reaching a certain number on the scale or maybe reaching a certain body fat percentage or maybe hitting a certain amount of um, that like personal record you have at the gym but how much you can bench or how much you can um, squat or how many pull-ups you can do unassisted. Or you can think about passing a certain physical test that you need for, for example, with our paramedic course, we had the um, OPAT 
testing, which is a physical testing you have to pass in order to get hired as a paramedic. And when we had that testing, a lot of paramedics were in shape and we all got in shape. We all were able to pass that. And after we all got our jobs, a lot of paramedics did not keep their fitness levels and were out of shape, including me. After that fitness testing, I was not able to do a lot of lifts because I stopped going to the gym as much and I was not consistent with it. But when I had that goal, I was very fit. I was very strong. Whatever goal that is for you, you want to be specific. You want to make sure that you can measure it so that you know that you are progressing or not progressing. You want to make sure that it is achievable and that it is not a very unrealistic goal in the timeline that you're setting. And that especially like maybe if it's like an aesthetics goal, it's like some person doesn't have, you might not have the certain body type or body shape as another person. So your lean might look like different than someone else's lean. You want to make sure that it is results-based. So you're not talking about how many times you're going to the gym, but with your goal setting, you're talking about what is the end result that you're trying to accomplish. And then the last one, T, is time-bound. So you want to put a deadline on it. Goals have a deadline. It is a vision with a deadline. So make sure that you have, whether that's at the end of the year, have that deadline. You can break it up into um, shorter term goals as well. You can do a half a year mark or you can do quarterly, whatever works for you to make sure that you hit those numbers, you're on track. Chapter number three, why is this a goal a must for you? Not an I should, not an I have to, not it'd be nice to have these goals and actually accomplish them, but I must accomplish these goals. And this is creating conviction. I'll do it or I'll die and making sure that we're pushing ourselves to truly commit to this goal. Now, your list of reasons why is going to be able to help you when things get hard or when you don't want to go to the gym or when you don't want to follow your eating protocol and your brain is going to be like, why are we even doing this in the first place? We don't need to do this things or I don't need to accomplish this goal. And it starts questioning it. And what you need to do is have a strong enough and long enough list of reasons why to help you continue through this process and as you fail and fall off of it to get back on this journey and keep going. So some of my list of reasons why I have a paramedic job and it is a lot easier to do lifts now and it prevents injuries and I feel really good being strong and being able to move patients and lift patients easily and be able to not have any injuries from that. And I get to feel really comfortable in my body and really stretchy and not have any pain because I do yoga and I stretch things out. I also get to have and build a sculpted body that I that is my dream. Like I've always wanted abs. I've always wanted to be lean. And it is something that I've done for myself. And it makes me feel very confident. It makes me feel confident in my clothes. And I get to buy new clothes that show off my progress. And when I go to the gym, I get to wear clothes that also show off my progress as well. And that excites me. I also get to be an example of what is possible with my life coaching. I want to be that example in every area of my life so that I can lead other people in through this change and people can trust me to be like, okay, this person has been able to take these steps and accomplish these results. I can do it too. And I can ask my clients to push themselves because I am pushing myself in my own life. I can also show people that it is possible to accomplish for these fitness goals and sustain it long term. There's no need for yo-yo dieting. There's no need for personally, I'm this is my thinking that there's no need for bulking and cutting and going through these extremes because you can sculpt your body and then maintain it long term by building a lifestyle around it and making it sustainable 
cycle and not constantly going through these dramatic changes that is not really great for your digestive system and for your overall health. That's why I personally would not do bodybuilding competitions. There's also social proof and pressure. So I always show my progress pictures. I talk about it here on YouTube. There's all this like, as I'm showing these results, it is also giving me some social pressure to be have to kind of maintain it so people that base their <laughs> careers around fitness or their social media or their youtube around fitness and dieting and all those things they also have that pressure to maintain it and they are a lot less likely to give up on their goals because it's part of even their career at this point so it's very hard for them to give up on it chapter number four is creating a sustainable long-term plan to get there so on this channel i do not promote anything that is going to be on the extremes of accomplishing your goal because when people go through these um taking massive action going on the extremes going on these unsustainable approaches they very much go in the cycle of giving up because it is not sustainable because they have not built up the discipline for it and then they keep going through this cycle that's what we call the yo-yo dieting or the yo-yo approach in general in trying to reach for your fitness goals and then falling off of it and continuing this process which is completely exhausting and something that i've been doing for a very long time like when i had the this pivotal moment that I'm going to actually set these fitness goals and stick to it long term. I was thinking, I was like, I've been on my fitness journey for like eight years since probably grade 10. And I have no like proper results that I can show for it. Like I've been going to the gym inconsistently and sometimes I'm more consistent than others, but the body that I want or this like dream vision that I have for myself, I've never even come close to it. And I've been going for so long, that is going to take a lot more effort than actually learning to do this properly and focusing on my nutrition and learning the macros and being able to actually get the results that I have today. So in order for it to be sustainable, it needs to be something that you can do long term. And in order to do that, you need to start off slowly and you need to build up the discipline and you need to you need to make this process enjoyable so not torture yourself while you're accomplishing this goal so for your plan your nutrition with any fitness goal any health goal is going to be one of the key factors in being able to accomplish any goal that you have and when you do not focus on your nutrition and by focusing not just eating healthier because you can eat very healthy and not reach the amount of muscle that you want to build and not reach the amount of leanness that you want to be or whatever amounts of strength you want to build when you don't actually understand the nutrition aspect of it you're working against yourself and you're making everything harder I heard about this in a video. He said, yes, you don't need to track your calories and macros in order to accomplish your goals. But it's like saying that you don't need to look at your bank account in order to save money. When you have awareness around what you're eating, what are the contents of that food, how much not only just calories it has, but how much protein does it have? How much fiber does it have within those carbs or how much fat does it have? then you will not know how to adjust those things and make balanced meals in order to accomplish your goals. You are acquiring the skills so that you are able to accomplish any fitness goal and adjust these things as you need for the rest of your life. So if you commit the time for it now, you will be able to have the skill. Really when I got myself to take action was when I looked back and I was like, it's a lot harder to have done this for the past eight years and have not gotten any proper results than to just learn how to track my calories and focus on my nutrition right now and be able to get the results that I want a lot faster. So when you're learning the nutrition part, whatever adjustment for your calories, but making sure that you're also getting 
a lot of protein. Your, your lifestyle is a high protein diet so that you can build muscle and be lean if that is what you're looking for. But whatever your goals are, you do need to strength train so that as you're getting older, you do lose muscle. And for overall, being able to prevent injuries and being able to do your daily tasks and for overall health, it is really important to have muscle, not just weight loss, not just um, certain... I guess, accomplishments within the gym or within certain sports. And especially if your goal is some sort of fat loss, you need a way to preserve the muscles that you have so that your body doesn't break down your muscles as you're losing weight. So you want to really make sure that you're eating enough protein and you're strength training at least three times a week. And really what you need is three times a week, whether that is something you want to build up two or just start off at the three and keep it at three for a while until you build that discipline so that we can make this sustainable when it comes to creating a plan for your fitness you just want something that is going to help you with the resistance training part of it and building muscle the second part is having some sort of cardio aspect to it and then the last part is the flexibility portion so that you can prevent injury and we can really stretch everything out for the strength training all you need really is three times a week you do not need to go every single day to build very nice amount of muscle you can just do that with three times a week I think that a lot of my clients think that when they get started they need to go to the gym every single day or like six five to six times a week in order to get the body that they want consistency is more important than having to go every single day you will do a lot better if we, we talked about like building up that discipline starting at three times a week will be more than enough for a lot of people for a lot of goals just staying consistent is more important the cardio aspect of it one of the main things that has helped me accomplish my leanness has been just walking a lot being able to do my work as I'm walking and getting to 10,000 steps that's been something I've been trying at recently eating more and then walking more and the last one is flexibility I do 10 minutes of yoga every single day and I've been doing it for the past two years I do not go to the I don't ever go to yoga classes that are an hour long because that's not something that I personally will ever stick to. If it's 10 minutes a day, I will do it. And I've been doing it for the past two years. Same thing with the gym. When it comes to even the three times a week, you don't have to go for two hours. When people set those like two hour gym times and they haven't built the discipline, it is going to be very easy for them to not have the time to get that workout done. And if it's all or nothing in their brain, they are going to skip that workout rather than just get any workout in shorter amount of time. I also made a really good video about common mistakes that people do in order to accomplish their fitness goals and how you can overcome those mistakes. I will link it up here and in the description. Chapter number five is adjusting your expectations for what it takes to really reach your goals. So when I talk to my clients that want to lose fat and build muscle or get lean, they think that they need to do a lot of cardio or that they need to, in order to like have these really sculpted bodies, that they need to do these like crazy workouts and do handstand push-ups and go to the gym like five to seven times a week people ask me they're like how often do you go to the gym like are you going every day because they think that because of the results that I have I go every day and for the longest time I was just going three times a week and I just went started going four times a week or whenever I have my off days because that is just part of my morning routine on the days that I don't do 12 hour shifts as a paramedic and some of the days that I do those shifts if I have time earlier in the mornings I will go as well but that really averages around four times a week. But excessive time at the gym is really not necessary. The nutrition aspect has been a huge part 
what has changed from having very mediocre results for a very long time to actually building the body that I wanted. And the second part is actually pushing till failure at the gym and tracking my weights and going up. So as I'm tracking, I every single week, I am pushing to go up in weights or pushing to go up in reps. And with the nutrition aspect of it, it takes a very high protein diet and at first lowering my calories, but now being at maintenance calorie and be focusing on building muscle and increasing my steps so that I can keep getting more lean. And the last thing that it takes is consistency. The longer you stay in this game, the more your body will change and the more that you will see these results. The people that you see on Instagram that have these really um, fit bodies, a lot of muscle, very lean, these are the people that have been doing this for many years and the people that have really the best bodies, it's like it almost takes them like 10 years to get to those physiques. And mastery in any area, it takes 10,000 hours and to master this part of your life, it will probably take 10,000 hours to truly like be at this like 10 out of 10. And based on the book that I'm reading by Robert Greene that talks about mastery, it takes about 10 years and he's talking about it in our passions and in the pursuits that you have. But if you were to apply this to fitness, the people that are having these amazing sculpted bodies, they've been doing this for years and years. And many of them have been doing this for 10 years and they've kept building up the discipline and kept continuing and staying in the game and seeing those results another thing that i want to adjust your expectations around is that belly fat will be the last place for the fat to come off so you might be thinking that what you're doing is not working but what you really want to realize is that you will lose fat mostly around your face and the arms and the um, shoulders and around the chest and then eventually the upper abdomen and then the lower abdomen so the main reason why a lot of people go for their weight loss goals is their belly fat and if it is the last place to come off you might be thinking that what you're doing is not working even if it is so you want to make sure that you're taking progress pictures in the same lighting um, same place so that you can start to see as you're getting more lean and appreciate maybe like realizing that oh, your shoulders are looking a lot nicer your face is looking slimmer and appreciating those things so that it can keep you going in your journey and one of my friends that I have she says that what she's doing is not working and she doesn't even weigh herself and that's the thing you don't want to just focus on the number on the scale because you could be building muscle and what's going to be really important is to measure things and have multiple ways to track so that could be the number on the scale but also having those pictures to look at like a body fat percentage chart and see as you're seeing progress and as you're um, getting more and more lean and losing fat. Another thing that I want to adjust your expectations around is that you did not get overweight by overeating one time. You got over, if you're overweight, but whatever, um, wherever place that you're at, you have gotten to that place by doing the same action consistently. So if you're overweight by consistently overeating over and over and over again, that is what causes being overweight. So it takes 3,500 calories to gain a single pound of fat. So on the other side of that, if you were to like binge eat or if you were to go on holidays and you were to completely fall off your protocol, you are now back at square one. You didn't lose all your progress. The number on the scale will go up the next day. Most of it is water weight. You will eventually um, get back to baseline, but it takes the 3,500 calories. So unless that's how much you ate above your maintenance, that is how much you're going to gain one pound of fat. So what you want to 
also realize is that um, it will take longer than a few weeks to accomplish most likely all these goals that you have for yourself. And if you're setting these deadlines too um, short, then you're going to set yourself up for failure because it will take your body time to sustainably be able to lose fat. Sustainable fat loss is 0.5 to 1 pound of fat loss per week. Chapter number five is focusing on building up your discipline and having gradual improvements. So when it comes to discipline, someone that has just started their fitness journey will have a lot less discipline than someone that is 10 years into their fitness journey. So when I look at people that I always um I get to the follow on YouTube or social media, people like Athlean X, or even if you want to think about Arnold Schwarzenegger, when he was in the beginning of his lifting journey or their fitness journey, they were a lot less disciplined. But as you are going through this journey, your discipline is going to build on top of previous actions that you have taken. So that's why a lot of my clients want to go and start working out five to six or seven times a week because they think that they need to take massive action in order to get there or they have all this motivation to take those massive action but they do not have the discipline in order to keep that going and actually stick with it long term so what you want to do is start off smaller those three times a week and maybe shorter sessions maybe 30 minutes and then be able to build up from there and you can take a lot longer to build up and be patient for your results so that you can build up that discipline. When I started this journey, it was a lot harder for me to track my calories. It was harder for me to make sure that I go to the gym consistently. Now that I've been doing this for a while, it's a lot easier for me to go to the gym. And I have increased the number of days that I go to the gym as well, because that's just something that I genuinely want to do and I can stick to it. Same thing with my eating protocol, which the eating protocol is just what I eat, when I eat it, and how I eat it. That is, it's just like going away from the term of dieting because it's like long-term, that's the lifestyle that we're creating, identity we're creating. It's our eating protocol. So my eating protocol, I can be a, have a lot more rules around it because I've been able to build it up. So you really want to start off smaller and be able to gradually keep asking more and more of yourself and gradually keep improving so that you're every month you're improving and every year in your life you're improving and the improvement does not stop and you really want to forget this all or nothing thinking that like um I said these three days that I'm going to go to the gym for one or two hours and then I didn't have enough time that day so I just skipped it like go just a shorter if you're committing to the three times a week just have a really short workout but at least just do it and you want to make sure that even when it comes to your nutrition like on you don't need to have every single day tracked you're building up your discipline so it's okay to miss some days you just need to keep asking more and more of yourself so that eventually you're very consistent with it you're not missing any days but those that time will come you just need to stay on this process and you need to stay on this path in order to get there. Chapter number seven is creating an identity change and you want to stop seeing these fitness people that you aspire to be as them and start seeing yourself as one of them. So for example, for me, it's like thinking of myself as a gym girly. So like thinking about the people that go to the gym consistently, the people I follow on social media that are um, just gym girls that have these cute gym outfits and the way that they act and the way that 
like buying cute gym clothes and being able to be more and more like those people and seeing myself more and more like those people. So not it's not that it's them and they're different than me or that um, I can't be like those people, but start to emulate them and start to behave like them so that I can get my identity to match that version of me that is this very like fit um, healthy person. Someone that gets excited about buying new gym clothes and go to the gym and showing off my progress because that's why a lot of people wear sports bras and shorts and stuff like that because you get to show off your progress and your hard work at the gym and then going and conquering new weights and having no new uh, PRs, personal records at the gym, uh, being able to get excited about doing unassisted pull-ups and being able to um, bench new and higher weights, which my benching has been very much not great. But even like with my squats, even with other things, just getting excited about being able to do new workouts, like hanging leg raises, that's pretty hard to do. And then incorporating your fitness identity into your lifestyle. So it's not like I go to the gym, I'm done and I come out of it. Like you are this person, even when you go on holidays, even when you are hanging out with friends and family, even your day-to-day life, you are this healthy, fit person. So you start to bring that eating protocol into other parts of your life it's not about taking eating whatever you want on vacation because this is just this isn't a diet this is a lifestyle you're creating so it's just naturally always going to be craving high like as you're doing this longer I now crave just a high protein diet and that's something that I want to eat even when I go out and I want the more lean meats and I want the vegetables and I want to also add in the junk foods with those things but it's not the majority of my diet even on vacation and also learning to increase your overall activity and being able to um, have more hobbies around just maybe like taking more hikes and walking around more and increasing your steps and you also want to surround yourself with people that are going to help this identity if all your friends want to do is just maybe as their main source of entertainment is like constantly just sit around and um, play video games like nothing is wrong with any of these things but if the majority of the fun is maybe even centered around getting food and eating food and having all these like really delicious foods but if that's the main activity that you guys are always doing it's going to make this a lot harder so you want to surround yourself maybe or like inspire them motivate them to do things that are going to be Uh, promoting a healthier lifestyle even with your fun times hiking more going to better uh, going to restaurants with better options whatever that is you naturally absorb off the people that you spend your time with you're either influencing them or they are influencing you so you want to make sure that the people you surround yourself with are not making this process a lot harder And if anything, you can maybe inspire them to start changing their behaviors or whatever you guys do together. And as you are doing this process and showing off your results, I'm a big fan of progress pictures and videos because when you show these results, not only does it create maybe some social pressure to maintain that, but also people start reflecting this new identity back to you and they start seeing you as someone who lifts, someone who is very strong or sculpted. And as they reflect back this identity to you and they see you this way you start to um, strengthen your identity in yourself as this new person and get excited about it be able to buy new clothes and be able to show off your results and make this process really fun and exciting it doesn't have to be something that is dreadful you can really get excited about these goals as you're accomplishing them now if you are looking to sculpt your body and really set fitness goals and actually be able to achieve them 
I can help you do that. I can help you understand your thinking and emotions and patterns of behavior in order to accomplish your fitness goals. My job as a life coach is a psychology part of setting goals and accomplishing them. I can help you show you your thinking and understand your brain enough to make sure that you are continuously making progress and you're able to accomplish your results. I also help create accountability so that you actually do the things that you say you're going to do. And we track the results, we track the progress along the way to make sure that you're getting results. And we course correct as we need to in order to make sure that what you're doing is working and that it is helping you accomplish the end goal and that bigger vision that you have for yourself. I can also help you avoid a lot of common mistakes that you might be making that is making this fitness process a lot harder and it's taking a lot longer than it needs to the reason why a lot of people do not have the results they're looking for is because we've all been making the same mistakes over and over again until we really focus on it and learn how to do it properly i've been able to really learn how to do this process as i've learned how to get more lean and get visible abs and reach my own goals and i can really help you overcome some of these mistakes that i was personally making and a lot of my clients make when trying to accomplish their goals. The clients that I'm working with have goals centered around wanting to lose fat, wanting to build muscle, and wanting to pass certain fitness testing. So building up the discipline and being able to build up the strength and the stamina to be able to do those physical testing. And I track their progress along the way. I make sure that they're getting results as well. So if that's something you're interested in, make sure you fill out the coaching application in the description. It will give you one hour with me and I will be able to personally help you take a look at what are your goals, get really clear on them and show you what is causing from your thinking and from your approach, what is causing the results that you're getting and how you can overcome those challenges in order to create a plan and accomplish the goals that you want for yourself. It will also allow me to see if you qualify to coach with me long-term and anyone that I sign on to coach with me has a 100% money back guarantee you either get your results or you get your money back. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I will see you next week with another video. Bye.